We're with Jason Rodriguez, actor, choreographer, dancer. You might remember him from Pose, one of the best programs that's been on television for many, many years. So what brings you to the Creating Change Conference this year, Jason? First of all, thanks for having me. What brought me was uh, my good friend Kathy invited me to participate in the conference and come teach some Vogue workshops. So I taught one Wednesday afternoon, and then I have another one tomorrow. And I'm also here as a judge for the ball happening tonight. What would you like to accomplish at the uh, Creating Change Conference? The continuation of the education of voguing, of the ballroom scene. Most importantly, just, you know, as people are going to meetings and going to different programs, maybe just a moment to move their body, um, to feel freedom through voguing, to feel the freedom of being expressive and then go about the rest of the programming. Um, but for me is really to continue the education of voguing, to really let folks in our community know I'm Dominican. So within my culture, we have dance forms like bachata and merengue, which connect us to family, to our land, to our ancestors. And I feel like voguing does the same thing for queer, trans, non-binary folks. It allows them to tap this dance form and know that it is passed on from a lineage of ancestors that were voguing in the piers and at the parks and in basements and at 3 a.m. and different venues. So just knowing that this is something kind of like there's generational wealth, we kind of have this form the moment we're born, the moment we are alive and are in our unconscious queerness. I think it's important to know the things attached to it, and voguing is one of them. What would you like to accomplish with your work? Create more space. I'm born and raised from Washington Heights. My parents are from Dominican Republic. I didn't find dancing until I was 19. I didn't find ballroom until I was in my 20s. So just creating more space and more specifically more access. So I would love to at some point open a dance studio in Uptown Manhattan to create access not just to for voguing for people to come learn how to vogue, but have more space to know that it's queer owned to know that they can access it and just be in the space and be themselves and be comfortable and safe. Um, so it feels like my journey is to um, allow me to create more space for our folks to be themselves. How do you see our LGBTQ community moving forward uh, in 2024 with over 600 anti-LGBTQ bills in states across the country Women's rights continue to be on the chopping block. Anti-Semitism and hate crimes are on the rise. And all as we head towards the presidential election. Definitely, I believe, letting youth know about the power to vote, the power of resilience that our community has. I feel like we're always in a fight. We're always in a battle. We're always in oppression. But somehow we always come back and tap into joy and happiness and love and know that even though we have all these deterrents in front of us, it never, for me and hopefully for all of us, it doesn't allow us to break who we are. We don't, at the end of the day, say, damn, maybe it is wrong that I'm queer. So I hope for us to continue the battle with resilience to just find ourselves in a realm of normalcy, of paradise, of where we're in textbooks, where we're normalized, where we're respected and cared for. 
I see freedom in the future for sure. But one thing that I love about our community is that we are built by resilience. It's what makes us special. It's what makes us powerful. It's what allows us to be. So, but you know, at some point it'd be nice to give that a break and just be. So I think that's the hope after all these deterrents dissipate, which they will, um, we can just be. With LGBTQ teens already four times more likely to attempt suicide than their heterosexual peers after facing bullying incidents, what advice would you have for these kids, especially in these challenging times? Look towards your elders. Lean towards your elders. Find those queer figures to just help continue to elevate you. I come from a background, again, I'm from uptown Manhattan, went to all black and brown school, I didn't even know that I was queer or gay until I had a bully identify me as so. So my first identification was through bullying, um, but I'm still where I am now. Through resilience, through finding Vogue, through finding ballroom, through finding community. Um, so just lean towards the, the tools and the accessibility we have because most of the time those bullies just like you. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I just recommend and encourage and fortify resilience and for youth to know that we're here for them. We're here to educate them. We're here just to listen to them um, and know that, that this is part of their journey and then there are more beautiful moments of it outside of these, these hardships. How can people get information about you and what you're up to? Yes, so you guys can follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram, the Jason A. Rodriguez website, jasonarodriguez.com. Um, I teach at the Ailey School in New York City, Mondays and Fridays, 7 p.m. Um, and I usually am very up to date and I post about things happening. So come visit me and I'm in New York City. What projects are you working on? So one project I just completed was um, an outfront festival at the LGBT Center where I built a 40 to 50 minute performance with two other bodies that have only been voguing for me for five months. Don't know how I did that with a good amount of chai lattes and just listening to a lot of good music. It was a, a very special piece for me that I'm going to expand and set at the Newark um, Arts High School in Jersey. Um, I do have a campaign coming out that I can't talk about yet, but it'll be out within the year and hoping to do a whole bunch of more acting. But, um, the piece that I just created, I'm shopping it because it, first of all, it's titled Take a Good Look, which was just making a performance of myself reflecting myself. So at first I'm doing a solo from a mentor of mine that just passed away, Kevin Wynn. He was a queer black man just really poured into me. Um, so I began the show doing a, a piece from an excerpt of one of his pieces. Then what do I do after? Then I do some runway, what I usually do with one of my apprentices. And then I just go to the front of the stage, open up my diary and start talking about all my failed relationships with men, just to be a little comedic slash not comedic and not dance the whole time in this performance. <laughs> um, then I started voguing in our voguing section. Um, I had visuals of the last party at Arena. Um, so that was really amazing just to see uh, queer bodies in the visual aspect as we're dancing. 
so yeah, I'm hoping to shop a, a performance to help queer folks sit and see somebody reflect upon themselves and maybe ask themselves questions that they might need to find some answers for. So that's what I'm up to. A lot of stuff, good stuff. Is there a question you wish people would ask you? That is a good question. I wish people asked me what animes I watch and what video games I play because people know me for what I do, but they need to ask me what I do do, which is like watch a bunch of anime. I'm a whole nerd to Japan. I love playing Fortnite. So I wish I had more questions to geek me out rather than, I mean, I guess impress on what I do, if that makes sense. So more relatable to the lens of Jason outside of his artistry, maybe just to find more chill conversations. Because, you know, it's great to talk about Vogue. It's great to talk about Pose, all the incredible stuff I've done. But I would love people to just interact and just know more of the other sides of Jason would be nice. Because I would geek out. So, yeah. Do you have a favorite quote or mantra to get you through these challenging times? You know, I would say I have a new one right now, which is it was part of my performance as I spoke per page every failed relationships with a man and it was cute until it wasn't <laughs> so just the reality of things like wow this is nice until it's just not why what's going on okay that's going on let's move forward so it feels reflective of reality that things are nice things feel great but sometimes they're not and they flip and they end but really having a conscious lens on that rather than a multitude of questions, just taking things for what they are. There we go. So I feel like my mantra is really taking things for what they are rather than why is that person acting like that? Did they just say that? Why would they say that? They said that because they mean to say that. So taking things for what they are. <laughs> 